it was an, an Hamburg cultural institution who gave me the chance to write a piece for their festival and um, it was Conference of Trees this piece in the end now it turned into an album and this album really got into existence because of the last six years of my life really researching a lot on um, yeah on, on, on sustainable self-sustained and autark living um, techniques and I think I really went back to my childhood let's say um, connection to nature because I had to because I was feeling the need the urge to really get back into this life force that I felt when I was a bit younger and when I was walking alone in the, in the woods and observing birds and observing trees and finding territories that were very joyful for me to, to hang out in. This kind of time and this connection to a very, let's say, archaic mode in myself basically gener generated this idea of this network that the nature is providing for us to yeah to reconnect with our own inner forces and and because we are nature and we have these forces as well and the conference of trees was basically also to say look these forces outside are also forces inside and if the trees manage to communicate over kilometers and if the trees manage to cooperate deeply with one another and if they're actually intuitively dimming down their water needs if someone and if another tree is in, in thirst and they do this over kilometers why aren't we able to kind of you know set a network for the human race and find ways to support each other instead of finding ways to destruct this planet <laughs> Interesting to hear you pick up on that, that kind of idea of the forest as like almost like a neural net. I know that that's something that people are speaking about more now, the kind of research into fungus and the way that it communicates between trees in a forest. While I was thinking about this interview, I was trying to kind of form, I was trying to join the dots, I suppose, between the, the club, between a dance music space and between the forest. And one of the things that came to me was this idea that maybe in a kind of secular or post-religious world, actually the forest and the dance floor are two places where people might experience something like a spiritual experience still. And then there's also this idea of this network, as you say, I guess the dance floor is a place where, where people open up and maybe do have, on an interpersonal level, a greater openness to that kind of network mm -hmm. that you just described. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, this was when I was in my early 20s until the mid-30s when we were celebrating the club culture. It was also this feeling that this feeling of interconnectedness that also relates to this childhood experiences and to the experiences that I generally have when I'm outside, not with technical machines around or walls around, the, the senses, they open up you calm down and you reconnect. And I think this dance floor moment of social interconnection and of bodies really synchronizing to one beat, 
and yeah, and you you get into the cycles of the of the tracks of the narration of the night, of this day of the specific time that that you are in at that moment. This creates an, a direct experience of this, let's say, spiritual realm that that is also within us and around us and we are in the last centuries very much focused on this mechanistic idea of the world of this um, very rational approach to things things have to be causal things you know and only what i see is what i believe uh, the whole science world is based on long em empirical studies and we're only trusting something when it's empirical proved and i think for me it was important to emphasize on the point that we are all having our own experiences each one of us has these experiences when we when we connect to nature when we connect to each other when we connect and if we are not connecting anymore and we are only playing the surface game then there is no real connection anymore and then and and this whole topic of conference of trees this this constant connection that these, these beings have this is approved by scientists also so this this connection between spiritual endeavors and uh, direct experience and empirical proof is for me is one thing so I think without a certain spiritual values system or an idea of your own spirituality it's difficult to relate also to this material world in a way that it makes sense so yeah i think it's it's when you go outside it's and we when you go into into this kind of ritualistic evenings in a club it's doing something to you and it's it's beyond what you your your normal construction of the enclosed self of the idea of the individual that we also live in the west this idea of like enclosed individuals that are only connecting through speech and eye and we are connected on so many more levels like the trees are connected on so many more levels than on this level so i think that's that's something that you can experience very well in a club is this direct feeling of the other and feeling through the music Well, and this arrives, you know, at a really interesting time because, as you say, day to day, maybe people's connection comes through sight, comes through speech. And people talk about this age as the age of interconnectedness, of globalization, where people from different sides of the world can talk to each other simultaneously. But, you know, that's all mediated by technology. So that's even a further step away from this idea of some sort of physical unity, this shared space, kind mm -hmm. of physical connectedness. Mm -hmm. That technology, you touched on it there. I wanted to just pick up on it because I think that mm -hmm. for a lot of our listeners, you know, certainly from an aesthetic sort of perspective, when they're thinking about techno music, when they think about electronic music, it's not necessarily that easy to to link that to what you're describing, to this kind of mm -hmm. natural world, to mm -hmm. the rural and to the forest. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, aesthetically, how did you go about really grounding the sound of this album in, in, the, in, the, in the world that you were kind of writing for and to explore? Yeah, I really went into the idea, I uh, really went deeply into the idea of also using meta materials that come from the forest and not... Um, creating through technology something that is kind of a virtual world um, that um, 
generates itself out of, uh, let's say, numbers or uh, electronic streams or something like this. And I really wanted to go into the matter and the qualities, the quality, acoustic qualities of different forms of wood and different trees and how the density also influence the sounds of certain materials and how they grow and where they grow and how the sound also relates to where they were growing and how the sound also tells the story of their inner structure, how they survived and actually it's also kind of telling a story about their environment. So I was, we were using different kinds of woods and with different densities and different formats to create certain tones and we were actually relating also to archaic techniques for example for these log drums these big pieces of wood um, there is an instrument from the Basque country uh, that is called Chalaparta and I met a, a Basque guy who showed me this instrument because I, I knew I, I found this instrument and, and I was interested on, in how they play it and yeah, we had an, a very beautiful afternoon together with family and friends playing this instrument, which is only consisting of five wood beams. And we had a really fantastic time just by relating to one rhythm and then like kind of intuitively incorporating these five tones into one basic rhythm. rhythm that you also hear on the album the track is called transparent pickle shining glaze so yeah this was like one you know one little story behind the album is to connect also to to these ancient techniques of communicating through pieces of wood you know which is also after this session we both agreed and he, he also read these books even though he's like living 3,000 kilometers away and a completely different culture, but he read the same books as me about forests and about wood. And we, 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 in the end, we basically had the thesis that what we just did was maybe the language the trees talk to each other. So this is, you know, on, on several levels, we were trying to incorporate all kinds of cultural techniques and wisdom techniques that create some kind of poetic resonance within this idea of plants having the consciousness to talk to each other. I also collected stones, for example, stones like that fit into the tuning of these woodlocks and that fit into the tuning of some plate bells that we were using. So it was also related to kind of a physical experience in our own bodies with the, with the musicians. And so I provided these instruments and I told them about the topic. I, we were talking about it, exchanging our own experiences so I think the first like half an hour of the album is really connected to this kind of our own laboratory and our own way of incorporating these ideas of let's say language that doesn't need words and we could still talk to each other and communicate a certain you know all kinds of atmospheres feelings connotations and so on you can really very well uh, communicate this with with sound and and then we also went into the electronic side of things of course i'm also not against electronic stuff you know I'm, and and also this idea of digital communication like what we do right now 
over the internet. I mean, it's it's made to help us to communicate and to exchange. And I don't think it's it's something negative. I think it's very positive. But it's I think at the moment we we have to learn how to use these tools so they don't make us sick. So they actually support us in our health and in our way of supplying, uh, yeah, to regenerate also this planet and our environment so we can continue living beautiful lives. When you're writing music or selecting music, when you're making music for the club, I guess that's made for a shared audience, right? It's made for a shared experience. I'm interested to know what your reflections are, first of all, on on making this album, as well as part of a bigger group of people, this kind of network working together to put this music out there. But knowing that maybe a lot of listeners are going to listen to it on their own and you know with this coronavirus that maybe is even Mm -hmm. truer now where we kind of Mm -hmm. are entering this period of enforced atomization of forced (laughs) social isolation where actually these like the possibilities of communication that you've been talking about so articulately are no longer with us you know I wonder how that kind of how knowing that well you could never have predicted that but how kind of putting a shared musical idea into a, a record that maybe is only g- is going to be listened to by someone on their headphones rather than <laughs> experience in a club. How did that change your kind of approach to the album? Your question is very interesting because I'm going through the same thing right now, you know, experiencing how people perceive the album in this situation and not being on tour and sharing what the album in a live situation and all this what you do when you when you release an album and right now it's but i i don't know i you know when i made the research in the last years i found out that there is also a social nervous system so we don't have only our nervous system that we listen to music to or that we make love to each other or we eat or we go shopping you know it's also interconnected form of living even though we are not sharing the same room we are still sharing the same space which is planet earth and even though we only can see each other from two meters afar we and this is also a beautiful chance to really reconnect with your own nervous system i think and your own way of dealing with the situation because if there is a social nervous system we are constantly connected and this is also uh, this is science you know it's not some um, uh, weird idea it's it's actually proven that like groups of people they influence each other and the mood of someone it's called the spiegelneuron the mirror neurons so a mood of someone sitting next to you will at some point also have an effect on yourself and I think this whole situation right now is also part, is a good kind of <laughs> laboratory to see yourself in the world and to experiment yourself with, with the music, with what effect this music has on you while you're alone also. And while you're also kind of connected to people in a new quality or in a different quality, then we were connected before. And I think this, for me, this is a, there's really great times, even though 
I have to adapt also to what I'm confronted with, but I'm trying to adapt and I'm trying to get the best out of it, you know. And I really enjoy also the idea that people have so much time now to listen to music. And also this album is kind of made to listen in a certain intimate situation. So I think for the album it's quite good to sink in and to make people also yeah, feel this connection even though they're alone but still you're connected and you can still go outside and you can still talk to a tree if you want you know let's see what the answer is